a stranger with a gun came upon two teens taking pictures under a rising full moon. But violence is only the beginning of this story. Sometimes I thought, there are no miracles. Yeah, there are. And this is a big one. I'm Amy Donaldson, and I've spent my career talking about how lives are undone by violence. The Letter is a podcast about how lives are remade. Follow The Letter at theletterpodcast.com or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, welcome back to Live Mike. It's the final Monday of this show before uh, a week from today. KSL News Radio's Boyd Matheson moves his program, Inside Sources, uh, to occupy this time slot, we call it. Uh, you'll hear Boyd uh, on the air from 1 o'clock until 3 o'clock uh, as I uh, hang it up. I'm going to uh, turn in my microphone, turn in my, my headphones, and once again return to Washington, D.C. Uh, I've been sharing this news uh, here and there, trying to spread it throughout the program. So uh, everyone who's become my friend these afternoons for the past now 307 episodes, uh, they'll, they'll get the message and uh, and that they'll know that I have been incredibly grateful uh, for this past year and almost uh, almost a year and a half, and I consider you my friends, and I, I love you. And I know that might sound over the top, but uh, but no, listen, it is uh, it is these conversations uh, each afternoon during the weekdays here at KSL News Radio that have for the past uh, year and a half now. Uh, fed me, fed my family, kept a roof over our head. And more than that, it has given me uh, a fulfillment knowing that uh, that there are so many interested in, in these topics that we select and comb over each day. Anyway, uh, that's that. Let me set that aside. Uh, we'll get to the real mushy stuff on, on Friday when I say a, a good formal goodbye to you. Uh, right now, though, very eager and anxious to have a conversation with Utah's former governor, uh, Gary Herbert, who joins us on the line now. Governor Herbert, welcome back to the program. How are you? I'm very finely, and uh, I know what it's like to be a short timer, so <laughs> I can relate. Well, g- give <laughs> me some, I certainly want to add some my last... voice to all those who are wishing you well as you go off to Washington, D.C., and hopefully you can straighten them out back there. Well, that's, that's the objective, sir. Thank you so much. Give me some last week on the job advice. How do I keep my head in the game? <laughs> well, I think you you showed appreciation for those that helped you become successful, and certainly uh, the opportunity to keep those relationships going and the wisdom that comes from a collective group of people who love you and care about you and want you to do well is something you ne- you should never forget. In fact, should foster and, and promote. All right. That's very good advice. Uh, you, you, sir, uh, Ian, the, the time since uh, leaving office, how have you been spending your time? Well, I've been wandering around, you know, kind of <laughs> looking for opportunities to stay engaged. I think it's important all of us as citizens stay involved. Um, I've had the great opportunity to to be affiliated with Utah Valley University. They've asked me to come there to put in what's uh, we'll call the Herbert Institute of Public Policy. And so that's going to uh, take a lot of time and effort and I think something that's necessary. Uh, I am very concerned about our young people, the rising generation, what they're learning in school and particularly at the university level. And so we're going to provide them opportunities to have internships. Uh, We'll have lecture series, opportunities for them to learn. Uh, I'll have an opportunity to be an adjunct professor. A lot of people don't know that I taught there for about seven years, years ago. And so that might be an opportunity for me to return to some things I enjoyed. Talking about constitutional studies, free market capitalism, my big issue was federalism, state rights, 
so that's going to be an exciting opportunity for me to engage in here over the next few months to get that established. Will you be Will you be teaching courses uh, this coming fall, sir? When, when will you When will you be in the classroom? Uh, I would think so. In fact, I'm already doing some uh, lectures. I'm uh, speaking later today to the Northern Michigan University to about 7,000 students on crisis management. That's part of an MBA class they have up there. And a a former professor here at uh, Utah Valley University has asked me to engage in that. We've got a, I'm coming up speaking to what's called the Appomattox Project about civility Mm -hmm. and getting people together. Uh, we have functional federalism, another uh, forum that's going to take place at Utah Valley University. I'll be a part of that coming up here in the next week or so, 10 days. So I'm already doing some teaching and lecturing and part of panel discussions. And I'm sure that uh, people think that after 30 years, six months, and five days as elected official, <laughs> I have something to offer. Who's <laughs> so We'll see. Uh, let me ask you this. Is, uh, is that uh, span of time you just mentioned, is that will – uh, will that be the sum total of uh, Gary Herbert's uh, public office? Well, you never know. I, I, again, there's a lot of different opportunities and ways to serve. You don't have to be an elected official to serve, and I think all of us need to appreciate that we need to be engaged. Um, it's when good people don't do anything that bad people triumph, and so we need to be engaged, understand issues, be informed voters as a very basic fundamental aspect that we can still do better uh, in our state of Utah, certainly across the country. So who knows what the next door will be. Uh, I'm sure that there's opportunities out there to serve in many different capacities. That's a very interesting answer. Uh, it, it wasn't a no. Uh, we got about <laughs> we got about 60 seconds left. Uh, give some advice to those who, uh, young people who are maybe setting out in the first days of their educational career, uh, looking forward possibly to a, a career as an elected official or a time spent serving in that capacity? What advice do you give uh, young people who are preparing for a life of public service? Well, as I mentioned, they find opportunities to serve. We all have a responsibility, I think, as citizens to be engaged. Uh, there's some significant issues the young people need to be in, involved with. Uh, I'll just rattle off a couple that come to my mind. One's the debt, uh, the significant growing debt. And, and this constant looking to the federal government to, uh, to, to solve all of our problems, uh, the lack of civility, the lack of respect. We can't even have dialogue anymore. We're polarized more than we've ever been before, and I think that's unhealthy for us as a country going forward. Uh, so uh, find ways. We all have opinions, but we ought to respect others that have a different opinion and have a mutual respect and a civility about us as we have this dialogue. If we'll do that, we can actually get things done. It's when we're so polarized that it's us versus them, and they're always the enemy on the other side of the aisle, that we get nothing done, and the status quo is not acceptable. We're spending now over a trillion dollars more per year than we take in. I mean, that's just a phenomenal amount of money, and uh, our GDP, we uh, in 20, 2000, I guess it was, we were probably spending about 58% of our GDP was debt. You're talking nationwide? Today, it's 130%. 130% of debt uh, today. So it, it, we're just we're going down a wrong road here. We've got to take some corrective action, I think, or we're going to have some real problems economically with inflation, the cost of money, et cetera, which is around the corner. Mm-hmm. That's a concern I've got. Our young people are going to have to pay the debt. It's going to be my kids and my grandkids. Yeah. It won't be me. 
So they they ought to be involved. They ought to be concerned. All righty. Uh, Governor Gary Herbert, thank you so much uh, for, for your time here today. Look forward to the developments at the Institute and any other decisions you might be making on the horizon. Uh, former Governor Gary Herbert, my guest here on Live Mike. Sir, thanks again for your time. Thank you. Good luck to you, Lee. Thanks so much. Uh, we'll take a break now. When we return, uh, we'll stick to the topic of education, uh, but, but we're going to look at uh, this forever question. What is today the value of a college degree? It depends on the degree, it turns out. What do you think? We'll get into those details next on Live Mike. I'm Lee Lonsberry, and this is KSL News Radio. I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast Cold. In October of 1985, a woman named Cherie Warren left work at a busy Salt Lake City office to meet her estranged husband at a downtown auto dealership. She never made it home. Cherie's car surfaced weeks later in Las Vegas. In the parking lot of a hotel casino. No one knows how it got there. Strange. It was strange. Both Cherie's estranged husband and her boyfriend raised suspicion for investigators. I kind of thought that he might have done something. But no arrests were ever made. In Cold Season 3, we dig into double lives, make new connections in the case, and examine the difficulty raised by reasonable doubt. We want answers just as much as anyone else. They have creeps like that now, too, so nothing's changed. That's the new Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie. Now available anywhere you get your podcasts.